but how in the world did we get a bull and a bear involved? Did somebody come up with a, hey, I'm going to have a mascot. Um, you guys are negative all the time. You guys have a mascot. I'm, we're going to choose bears. I'm going to choose. No, it's not the Chicago sports teams. Once more unto the breach, dear friends, else close the wall up with our English dead. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, aspirationally, boys and girls. Uh, welcome to the Personal Wealth Coach. This is Jake McClure. On the line with me, I have... Jeff McClure. Uh, together, we are bald. Oh, together, we are the Personal Wealth Coach and, and mm -hmm. bald. I'm glad you got that straight. Yes, we have to establish, this is full disclosure, you guys need to have uh, total knowledge of the fact that there are two bald men with beards talking to you at the moment. This podcast is called The Personal Wealth Coach, and that's also the name of an SEC registered investment advisory firm based in Salado, Texas. Now, the fact that it's registered with the SEC doesn't mean that the SEC approves or disapproves of anything, neither, neither does the secretary, whoever the secretary is, and this tape will destruct after it's listened to the you dated yourself this tape will destruct your podcast tape is about to self-destruct that's why you can't find the tape in it anymore <laughs> it already has self-destructed because it's too old and uh, the information that we do present in this podcast we get from sources we think are very reliable but we don't make any guarantees as to the completeness or the accuracy of that reliability or anything else we just do the best we can the information that we're providing during this podcast is not considered investment advice. This information is educational because investment advice means that we know exactly who's listening and we can custom tailor all of our advice to them. So prepare to be educated. Do you mind if we delve into the past a minute? Okay. You got one minute. Uh, Time started. A minute. Oh, no. We're going to need more. Well, if we're going into the past, I'll just use past time. To fill up this time, then this is your th so this is your pastime. Yeah, uh, and this is something that you and I drag this subject out about every five years and dust it off and re say it like it's a new thing, and we always get lots of compliments on it. So I want to do it again because I've gotten some questions on it. What's a bear? What's a bull? Where where do those things come from? And we say it and just expect everybody to know what we mean when we talk about a bull market or a bear market. And people that have been around the market know what it means. But how in the world did we get a bull and a bear involved? Did somebody come up with a, hey, I'm going to have a mascot. Um, you guys are negative all the time. You guys have a mascot. I'm, we're going to choose bears. I'm going to choose. No, it's not the Chicago sports teams. It is something that goes about a thousand years back into England. Um, this is a time when the market, uh, when people ask us what the word fair, you know, is the market fair? Well, the market was known as the fair. That's where that word comes from. Uh, and this is interesting progression of the word. It was used for a marketplace. And then about 100 years later, it was used in poetry talking about the being equivalent to the word good as a new slang, kind of like the word cool. Went from being how you discussed temperature to being a reference to somebody who was cool under pressure, to just being a statement about goodness. Oh, that's cool. So 
where did where did fair come from? Well, fair came from the market, and then it got changed in poetry and so on to she's fair of face or fair of form, uh, and then eventually the next statement of whether or not it's equally distributed across all sides, fair. And that came from the fair scales that were the licensed scales at the fair in the marketplace. It was licensed by a lord or by a count or a duke or in some cases really important fairs were licensed by the king. And by definition, a licensed fair scale was not evenly balanced. This is one of those things that I tell people when they talk about the word fair at all, is that the very definition of the word comes from something that was not fair <laughs> by the new definition. The, the king would weigh one side more than the other. That's how taxes were paid. So when people say pay your fair share of taxes, we're really getting back to the original meaning of the word fair. Uh, and it doesn't have anything to do with equal distribution. So keep that in mind. Why did I talk about the word fair when I'm talking about bears and bulls? Because in the fair market, in a good year, when the weather had been good all year, they had a good crop, a good harvest, they could afford to feed extra to their livestock, and they had a lot more bulls than they needed. And we make steers out of bulls today. Back then, they would sell the bulls and eat the bulls because they hadn't progressed far enough to do steers in a, in a way that didn't kill as many as it saved. So the bulls would come to market in droves in good years, and you would sell them, and people would say, oh, this is a bull market because everything's great. Things are wonderful this year. It's a bull market. In a bad uh, weather situation where the droughts had been there, or the, the winter had stayed on long or whatever, the livestock weren't doing well, but neither were the animals in the forest, and that would cause predators to come out of the forest to attack the livestock, which would cause people to go out and trap those predators and bring them to the market. And bear baiting with dogs, um, not that that is humane to, in today's purview, but this is where the word comes from. You would have dancing bears, and you would have bear baiting, and you would have bear fighting, during a bear market when you didn't have a lot of bulls because the bears got the bulls that year. So I think that's an important little story, his story, history, for the explanation of why we use the word market uh, the way we do, why we use the word fair the way we do, and market, by the way, just came because that's you, that's, you would mark the prices on things. That's really it. You're marking, you're, you're writing stuff to say the prices. So if you have a fair market, it just means that everybody can participate. It doesn't mean that everybody gets a good deal or everybody gets a bad deal or an equal number of people get good deals and bad deals. It simply means that it's a marketplace, a place you can go to buy and, and sell things. And whether or not it's fair is truly in our minds. And that's but if it's wraps fair, up that. If it's fair, there's no cheating. Right. That's, that is the bottom line, is that cheating shouldn't occur when it's fair. It doesn't mean that both sides get an equal deal. If someone selling something knows something that the person buying doesn't, as long as they're not cheating, it's still a fair deal. I don't like it, necessarily, but that's the way things work. 
Thank you very much for listening, if you have. If you haven't, then no thanks to you. Um, yeah. If you'd like to talk to us off the air, we have voicemail wake- waiting locally during the week at... 254-947-1111. Uh, real live people during the week, voicemail during the weekend, and that is also 1-800-914-7526. That's 800-914-PLAN. You can go to the webpage, thepersonalwealthcoach.com or tpwc.com. You can email us through there, contact us through there, podcasts, newsletters, all that good stuff. Until next week, this has been The Personal Wealth Coach.